0: It's a lovely Tuesday evening, and the dial is 97.3 City FM. For the next 57 minutes or so, there is one conversation we're going to have, and it's a very relevant one, I must say. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is for the and today happens to be the review day today we review technology trends over the last couple of weeks and um months actually uh, this is the quarter review and so today we're going to review some of the top technology trends now what is incredible about this is um we typically don't look at some of the most i don't know common of stories within the text space we look at the very uncommon ones and we do this strictly with the ladies so it's a ladies night almost okay ladies night half night with the ladies um so we're going to be looking at the top technology trends um you know over the last couple of months and um yeah i hope you enjoy it we'll also be speaking to folks from the social media week aqua which kicks off tomorrow actually kicks off tonight but officially will be um, launched tomorrow so um, make sure you stay tuned in to catch um all that will be happening over the last couple over the last next couple of days for the festival it's going to be really really exciting it's going to be great stuff our four ladies in the studio and today we're not going to have any how-to segment we're just going to jump straight into it so i hope you're ready to stay tuned in because this is the review Music. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 54 998 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Ah. <laughs> Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 54 You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag #CityTrends. So, when you hear that tune, you know it's something special. And yes, it is time for us to get reviewing. I have four ladies in the studio to do the review this quarter with. Sitting on the far left is Patience. Patience, take with Tete. She's a software engineer and consults for some banks. She mentors and trains girls in various areas of tech, such as coding, and she's a managing director of T-Talk IT Solutions. She's also um, the Ghana lead for blockchain African ladies. Patience, you're welcome to the show. Thank you. Please don't pay attention to the volume of her voice because it's very deceptive. Sitting in the far right corner is Sienna Williams. Now, Sienna is um, professionally uh, a GIS technician with a background in geography and resource development from the University of Ghana. She currently works with Walter Ghana Limited as a GIS mapping specialist. And her love for technology led her to learn a bit about programming with developers in Vogue. Yes, yes, yes ivy big apps to you mm-hmm. she also works as a linkedin coach to help people fully utilize the business platform siona you're welcome to the show thank you and then ladies and gentlemen we have tracy Ayabia or Bing. now tracy is a young woman passionate about using technology in unconventional ways <laughs> to solve africa's tough problems i like that she's also a strong advocate for female empowerment in stem she's co she co-founded kodi kodo rico girls an organization that inspires girls to be engineers by equipping them with hands-on maker culture skills she currently works in flight she currently works in flight operations at zipline ghana where um, where life-saving medical deliveries are made to far Um, reaching areas in Ghana using drone technology. Well, Tracy, you're welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) And last, but definitely not the least, don't mind the height either. Alice (laughs) Mensa is a certified Google partner and digital marketer currently working with Apollonia City. She trains tertiary ladies in digital marketing. She's a member of the Chartered Institute of Marketing UK. Alice, you're welcome. Thank you i'm sure by their bios you can tell where you know their interest would be leaning but you never know someone might be cross carpeting very soon let's see how the show goes so um who wants to go first um Yes, of course, everybody has voted for Sienna to go first. So, Sienna, uh, <laughs> big smile, of course. Um, so, Sienna, what, what, what was your first topic? So, everybody gets about two major topics of interest for them for the last quarter. So, we're going to start off with Sienna's very big topic for the last quarter.
1: Okay, thank you very much, Philip. Um, the first topic that caught my attention was actually smart cities. Hmm. Because that's something that I haven't really heard about, Hmm. but it actually involves uh, a combination of artificial intelligence, specifically deep learning and machine learning and geospatial information systems.
0: Hmm. Hmm. What exactly is it? Like when they say smart cities.
1: Yeah. So think of it like your smartphone. Right. At first, we didn't have the phone that could access the internet, Mm. access various apps, use maps and all that. Mm. But right now it can. Mm. So think of it as a city that at first manually we had to go and pick up trash cans without even knowing when they were full. Mm -hmm. And also relying on traffic systems that when the traffic congestion gets seriously high, we actually have to call the police Mm -hmm. to come in regulate it mm. but this is a city that is made up of automated systems that take care of all that
0: now, is there a city like that
1: um currently there are some pilot uh, cities somewhere in uh, amsterdam and sorry boston in the united states mm. so yeah and singapore is mm. also a growing smart city what,
0: what made it interesting
2: for you
1: um specifically because of the artificial intelligence combining with geospatial and technology mm. yeah So that actually caught my attention. So I started looking at ways in which it could work. And I saw a need in Ghana because we have this traffic congestion. Mm. I am actually a victim of it almost every day. (laughs) And I looked at uh, the Liberation Road specifically Mm. because that's the road that usually gets very congested during the daily hours. That's Mm. the working hours when people are moving to their working areas and moving home Mm. in the evenings. Mm. So I thought that if something like Smart City could work here. Mm. Just taking a piece of it. Mm. So think of it like um, automating the traffic systems mm. such that when I am moving towards, let's say, a Jubilee house and the traffic situation is such that there's so much congestion because the red light is on for such a short time. So think of it like the, the, sorry, the traffic lights actually have sensors that can pick real time traffic data, mm. such that when it is congested, it will just send the information back to the traffic um, management, management control, yeah, control mm. system. And then in time, it sends a feedback. So this one, no human being is even interfering. Mm. So the system is able to see that, okay, this stretch of road is actually congested. Mm. Let me increase the number of um, minutes for the green lights to show. So it actually communicates with the traffic lights in the same row mm. on that road mm. and then each of the traffic lights just goes to green mm-hmm. so you see that the the cars be flowing right. so in this situation the the policemen don't have to come around mm. and yeah basically everything is automated
0: well that, that that probably means the entire system being automated like
1: yeah so you have to invest mm. if you want to take up such a smart city you have to invest mm. So that's why they're starting with small areas. Mm -hmm. There are some people who are trying to make their university smart. So for example, if we're doing this in Accra, Mm -hmm.
0: where would be the best place for us to kick things off at?
1: Yeah, so for Accra, you'd have to take up um, very small areas and uh, actually traffic hotspots. So in transportation analysis, we have the hotspots in traffic congestion where you know that people moving from residential areas to the central business districts are definitely going to have a higher congestion level in their traffic situation. Mm. So you can look at those routes and then actually use specific routes to do your piloting. Mm. So after that, you can see how well you can integrate it into all the traffic systems around.
0: You know how people tend these days to use Google Maps and everything? Exactly. And then like some of the routes are red, some of them are orange. Yeah. Like, that is, that,
1: yeah. is yeah. that sort of... Yeah. I so see. it picks that data mm-hmm. and then... It actually has the system whereby it just tells itself that okay, if there's a situation, then I can just automate all the traffic lights on that route to be mm. green for a longer time, mm-hmm. so that the sorry the traffic can flow.
0: Based on historical data, then.
1: Yeah, right. and also real time data. Mm.
0: Mm. Wow, and you said this is being piloted in Amsterdam. Yeah,
1: Amsterdam is actually uh, using the traffic control system. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I I really hope we can figure it out
1: yeah but like you
0: said it's a lot of investment exactly i'm not sure if we are really interested in investing that much into it
1: oh we'll have to try i mean change is difficult but we have to change
0: change is definitely difficult especially in these parts but anyway so that is your very first one let's go to alice alice um alice what what is your top trending or top technology issue over the last quarter
3: okay mine is about facebook as you already said, I'm a digital marketer. So yes, you are. I will <laughs> definitely be around that, that site. Nice. So Facebook uh, introduced a new advertising format, which is polls. Okay. So polls, um is not, is not new. Mm. Everybody might have seen a poll on Facebook or even on Instagram stories. Mm. But those were basically organic. Right. So you just have your page and then you post um, that. But this time around is an advertising format. So, Mm. meaning that businesses who want to pay a bit to get their products in front of people can use polls to do that. Initially, it wasn't like that. Explain. Okay. So, ideally, you have a page. Right. You do a poll Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Yes. Or on Instagram stories. Right. Good. That is organic. Mm. You only get to um, reach people who are already your followers. Right. This time around, poll has now been introduced as an advertising format so meaning that you can reach people beyond your followers right. and that would mean that you'd have to pay something extra to facebook mm. for for you to use that kind of format mm. so it's a new addition so just to like the
0: team, you would have the ads pop up on like the right side of your facebook yes. timeline or whatever yes basically if i'm a company i can pay so that my poll would appear on someone's timeline. Exactly. Interesting.
3: But initially it wasn't, it like, wasn't that. like that. Yeah, it wasn't like that. It could a, it could be a photo, a video, those kind of things, but mm-hmm. not a poll. Right. This time around they've introduced a poll. Which is a big deal because um some people really want to weigh people's thoughts on things. Mm. So if let's say C T F M wants to weigh um what is trending, mm. let's say is it the um the coup or mm. is <laughs> it let's say um um let's say what else? <laughs> um,
0: what else has happened today? What else, what else is so dramatic today? Okay. So cool um, versus
3: uh, social media week. Right. Right. So you want people to vote. And that can actually help you make some decisions. Mm. You know? mm. But if you have, let's say, just a um, thousand followers, mm. they are the only ones who can vote. Right. That makes it a bit limited. Mm. But this time around, it's going to be opened up to people who are beyond your followership. Mm. So you can reach a million people, four million people, if your money can actually pay yeah. to that, that kind of reach. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's been piloted on Instagram. Okay. So um, if if you use Instagram stories, mm. you realize that you can add posts to that. Right. So you can start the promotion from there. It's a gradual thing. So maybe in some months, we might see it on Facebook as well. But nice. currently, it's been um, piloted on Instagram.
0: Do you see any negatives to it? Because you seem to be mm. all for it from <laughs> a marketing opportunity. Well
3: no (laughs) i don't see i don't see any negative to it because um in ghana we have over close to five million people on facebook Mm. and it's high time we make it uh we make a business case for it Mm. not just taking photos and be happy but Mm. also also make some business sales from digital so i'm i'm for using digital to make sales and not just a pr tool Mm. yeah and so anytime i see these new features i'm eager to try and see what what I can bring to my company and to anybody that I work with you know
0: it's it's one thing to have the features, another thing for the company to actually use it and use the data to make critical business decisions and I don't know if from your interaction with some businesses, if that is what they tend to do with it or there's it's just fun like you know just create a poll, you know whatever like do people tend to go into the back end to see the number of men and women who are like voting for the in the poll? you know, what times they are voting and things like that. Do you tend to get those... Do you tend to get companies trying to get those bits of information to help them make strategic decisions? Or is it just, mm. let's have a poll. Some, how many people said yes? How many people said no? Let's just go ahead with it. Like, how does it work?
3: Well, it will, it will depend on every business. Mm. So um, some businesses take key... Um, interest in data mm. they base every decision on data mm. other businesses are not like that mm. i can use an example for let's say when linkedin lookalike
4: came
3: mm. um, some companies will not really care as a new feature and so what other mm. companies took advantage of it for example apollonia City, we made sure if we have let's say 400 clients we are able to um, actually target people who look like our clients mm. So, so that's the LinkedIn lookalike or mm. Facebook lookalike. Mm. So some companies are keen on using these features to enhance their business. Others also don't really care. But you know what? Before they would know it,
0: Everybody's <laughs> gone.
3: Those who have taken advantage of it would have mm. already been gone. Mm. And they would have been
0: way back in
3: the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I see. That's what I
0: interesting. It. Facebook polls. Yeah. That is one I didn't see coming. But Facebook interesting Facebook polls
3: stuff. as advertisement feature. Yes.
0: Thank you just to correct that one and, yeah. and put it in a proper perspective well tracy 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 so tracy your top issue for the for the quarter
5: okay so what i found very interesting was how the drone industry is changing the way we live okay and we are not even aware of it
0: do explain <laughs> yeah because i'm beginning <laughs> to be scared right now
5: yeah so drone technology is actually changing how we, we do things nowadays hmm. and i'm I'm just saying this in light of what happened in Saudi Arabia, when um, their oil processing plants were attacked Mm. using drones, Mm. interestingly. Mm. So it's just an eye-opener for all of us that drone technology is affecting us and we are not even realizing. So right now, the drone industry is worth about $127 billion. Mm. The people are really investing in the drone industry. And yeah, it's something that Ghana should also look at. For Mm. example, in Zipline, we use drones to deliver medical supplies mm. to far reach areas in Ghana mm. or rural areas that ordinarily wouldn't get uh, medical supplies. Or, like, people
0: have issues with that, like yes, it's, they, they are very, have so many issues with
5: <laughs> Yes, yeah, so and, like, and I
0: think that's that's where sometimes the issue is. Like people just don't feel that drones are that important. Like yes. how how why should why should people really consider drones as a big deal apart from? Um, The ones that fly around during weddings to take videos, and occasionally when someone wants to get really like interesting, where they take a couple of videos about a farm and things like that. Like, why should well, how how big a deal are drones in people's lives these days?
5: So it's impacting various sectors of our livelihood. So, Hmm. for example, healthcare, as I said, with zipline. Ghana has a problem in access to care. Mm. Some regions or some areas in Ghana do not get medical supplies because they have bad roads, right. or we like it's not easy to get those areas. But then they also need a, um mm. health supplies and all of that. So with ZipLine, we just use our drones, and then we fly these um medical products to these far reach areas, and then it it solves the issue mm. of um not getting people voting and it's really making an impact so right now we are working in the eastern region mm. our distribution center is in Omenako, and we've been serving a, a couple of hospitals close to about 100 hospitals mm. in the eastern region mm. and then it, we get a lot of stories very touching stories that like if blooding di- blood supplies or medical supplies didn't get these people in time they could have died like mm. pregnant women who are going through excessive bleeding and then they would have to wait for a long time, or look for somebody who has their blood type, and then pay the person, and all of this. Mm. But with Zipline, what happens is that the health professionals just call us, and then we pack um, the medical supplies into the drone, and we fly straight to the delivery. Mm. Um, Do
0: you think there's a lot of misconception like, about like the use of drone technology, like in our daily lives? Yes,
5: yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions. I remember, for example, there was a time when someone said. Uh, with we had cameras or something. Like if women were bathing and you could <laughs> see <laughs> them, I, I, I didn't know what's happening there. But people are just like, OK, this technology is new. And we are looking at the bad side instead of the positive sides. But then it's really making a lot of impacts in the lives of people. And yeah. That's interesting. And interesting. the other areas, for mm-hmm. example, it's going to change how retail is done. So mm. we all know that Amazon, is right. um, bringing out Amazon Prime, Prime Air,
6: yeah,
5: which is um, going to uh, give products that people have ordered, yeah. like deliver it straight to them. Yeah. So now you're not going to like go for it yourself or wait for cars or anything. Just home. yeah, and then the drone just brings it to your house. Mm. And Uber Eats is also exploring something like this. And investing mm. a lot of money in that area. Yeah. And so very soon we might be seeing a lot of drones just around. around, yeah, just delivering people stuff. Mm. and all of that. And and one interesting thing that uh, drones are also doing is in the European Union. They're using it for border patrol and security. Interesting. So like they want to see if there are any illegal activities happening along the border mm-hmm. of European countries. Mm. So what they do is that they fly drones and then like they capture um, any illegal activities, immigration activities or border crossings, mm. smuggling and all of that. So you should just inform your aunties and uncles who <laughs> <laughs> want to <laughs> cross to Europe. That's very The sing- fact that you can't see any human being yeah. there doesn't mean Yeah, the is, fact that, that there's no human being doesn't mean that nobody is monitoring, monitoring your movements yeah. and all of that. So yeah, people should just... That's incredible. Be aware. That's
0: incredible stuff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, just to tune in to City Trends on 97.3 City FM. We are having uh, a review of the technology space over the last quarter. We've, we've talked everything about... um. um gis to drone technology to facebook polls and um for companies specifically let's let's make sure we uh we get that correct but it's it's patience patience is also here so patience what is it that caught your attention the last quarter okay um for the last quarter
4: there is one thing that has been um has been on um, that's the blockchain technology. And right. that's, um, you know, Sienna started with the smart cities and she was talking about the AI and all those things. And those are blockchain technology for you. That, that is one typical example use case for you. Mm. So um, it caught my attention because, you know, in the tech space, that's the development um, space, mm. things are changing, things are evolving. If you're a software engineer, you're a developer, um coding is moving towards that area so if you are coding in a certain language you should be able to um research or find ways to code those things in blockchain because we are looking at smart technologies now smart solutions now um so um that's one thing that caught my attention. Um, somebody will say, "What is blockchain?" Blockchain simply, <laughs> yeah,
6: it I'm, is. I'm wondering.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what it says. Um, like, as the name is blockchain, so right. the block basically is um, it contains records. Of it, it contains records about something. So let's say um, you and I, our name, our details. You are a block. I'm a block, and we sitting here we are on the same chain hmm. like I'm, i want to explain it in the as
0: basic as, as possible i don't want
4: to be too technical as basic as <laughs> yeah. possible, uh-huh. so yes yeah. so we are all on the chain the studio here right so that's like that's how it is hmm. so looking at um, the smart cities like i don't want to use another example she started very well looking at the smart cities she spoke about where the traffic lights can alert they are all they are all
1: linked,
4: s- are all linked. Mm. and w- you can use blockchain to build such a solution mm. and they are all in the AI blockchain like they're all in the same space mm. so for the last quarter that's one thing and other countries are doing amazing things mm. with this technology. Mm. Too shame. Um, yeah, there was one that caught my eye, that's the, um, I think in Singapore, okay. they are trying to build a music, um, something like, I've forgotten the name of the app, but what it does is, for it's for musicians, okay. their loyalties. Mm. so you play, um, you sing, for a while you go off and you're not getting your money back, so, one of the so biggest it's just it's a tooth for musicians to claim their money back, right. and you can claim it as long as you're alive, even if you are dead, somebody right. can, can still, still claim it for right. you. And um, looking at the health sector, too, other countries are using it to build one record, so I don't go to Kolebu. Mm-hmm. and Kalebu will take my different data, 37 will take my. D- different data mm. um police hospital will also take my different data they are all Linked centralized mm. so you go to a place and you go to a hospital and your details is there kolibu wouldn't give you a different treatment that seven. they can follow your health history, history. Mm. so easily mm. like th- these are like basic example we can and i have looked at it looking at our. Um, uh, land issues with registry, re- registry mm. in Ghana mm. and even like the banks mm. looking at Bank of Ghana tracking transactions right. so you have Bank of Ghana being able to track transactions in a way um, the whole thing about blockchain is a bit dicey when right. you talk about blockchain people are thinking about Bitcoin and all those things but blockchain is a technology right.
0: And, b- Bitcoin and Bitcoin sort of was built on top of uh,
4: Exactly. Right. So, um, the blockchain technology on its own can be used to build a number of things. Mm. People are buying into the idea. For example, well, Oracle. We are not. We are not. Mm. For example, Oracle is telling us that for the past quarter, they are telling us that most of their applications they are going to use um, blockchain to build. They've even started. Listeners can just Google Oracle and blockchain right now. Hmm. They will see the kind of things that come and they are open, opening up um, for developers to connect and to use their, um, their solutions to build more. And, and the base is, of
0: it is the security as well. I mean, that's what makes blockchain technology the, so the, the incredible. Security the is, level of security and the trust is, is, you know, is, is it's, very it's, hundred percent it's almost it's, because you have different people having access, but then. Once one person seeks access, like everybody is aware that this person mm-hmm. has sought this sort of access, so it's it, it's it, Blockchain technology is, I mean, we've discussed it on the show a couple of times, but it's just the way it's being applied globally that you know I think people really um, need to pay so much attention to. I'm
4: just here to edge people, developers in the community. Like, let's build around look into it. it. Let's look into it. Mm. Let's get our apps smart. Mm.
0: That's mm. <laughs> well so there there you have it that's the first round of um top technology trending issues over the last quarter so we're going to go for another round and then we'll wrap things up after so in case those of you want to know what these what these ladies are actually doing in their various quarters we'll get to that before the show is over treaty. coming back to you mm. so
7: the
5: yes
0: your second issue and second okay. topic so,
5: what's my attention was i thirteen. Ah. 13 yeah how do you
0: see it <laughs> frankly i love it um mm-hmm. i i really i mean i like the little changes it's not incredible incredible mm-hmm. but i like the, i like the little changes it's, it's 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 made things a little faster there are a few bugs that i think still existence which is kind of surprising because the beta program like the beta version like has been used for over six months by some people <laughs> and i just can't understand why sometimes like when you use stickers like emojis And you're sending like an emoji to like using it as a sticker, like your keyboard literally freezes for a couple of minutes before, like, so you have to sort of close WhatsApp and open it again before you can send another message. There are a few bugs with the keyboard itself, there are a few bugs with the camera setup, but all in all, it's fine.
5: I'm sure Apple is working on it. The dark
0: mode is is all I needed, so it's okay. (laughs) okay.
5: But what I want to speak about is um, access to location data. And how mm. Facebook was all <laughs> in this matter because <laughs> we've had a f- history with Facebook and how they handle our d- location data. How they manhandle our data, much more that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so Facebook was trying to be smart. So mm. just before um, iOS was released, they released a, a blog post that spoke about how they are concerned about your location data. And then <laughs> Apple is going to release iOS 13 and it had new features mm. where you could control your and the amount of. Data you share with um, certain third party apps. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, it was all about the fact that now in iOS 13, you can um, control how these apps locate your, uh, I mean, get access to your location data. Mm. So um, sometimes you would actually get pop up notifications when an app is using your location in the background. Yes. And inform you that, that, okay, this is what is happening. It tells you how many times. They have accessed your location, okay. and it gives you a map of the various locations that That's they accessed. <laughs> hey, I'm Facebook telling you, I'm <laughs> upset. I was 13, just it's just people. I can
0: see why Facebook would be upset. So and be, Facebook
5: was like, ah,
0: they they wouldn't yeah. like that. Yeah, they wouldn't like that because they do enjoy that unfettered yeah. um, access to your location data if for a lot of
5: stuff, like yeah. check-ins, like planning event ads especially. Mm. Mm. Like they need to know where you are to show you what at and people don't like this. No. And sometimes it's just... So now I think in, in iOS 13 they give you the option to allow location once right. so that the next time you are come to use it, then you have to you, ask yeah, permission to do, that. to do it again. Mm. And then just so you know who is using your location data at a particular time when you're not using the app. Mm. That's very oh. important. Sometimes we go off the app thinking they're not using our location data but actually they are using it and it's just a matter of people being scared of being watched all the time i mean mm. if somebody's watching you and you're not aware it's just crazy just um think about if people are watching you electronically mm. where you are at every point in time yeah i mean so like facebook has to look at some of these things
0: mm.
5: and yeah work but, on but it but
0: from 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 a technology point of view though
5: yeah.
7: like
0: do you do you think that we can because there are advantages to it i don't yeah. want to be served all kinds of ads that have nothing to do with yeah me. I want to be served ads that I feel are relevant to me. So if someone is accessing my location data to serve me the appropriate ads that I want, it's not that
5: bad. Yeah, but sometimes there are ads that you don't actually want. Right. And then they are showing you... And there's not everyone who actually likes ads, who likes the ads experience Hmm. on Facebook. Hmm. It's just more about you uh, taking something of mine that I find very private mm. and then using it to your advantage. Right. And because Facebook gets money from mm. these ads that they run. Yeah. So it's just a dicey situation here. Okay.
3: Yeah. Before I touch on my second thing, I wanted to... <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so ads have a three-way approach. Mm-hmm. The advertiser, the um, ads uh, company, which is either Facebook or, um, or Google, and then you, yeah. the one that the ads is going to be shown to. So if Facebook or Google shows you relevant ads, mm-hmm. you're going to be happy because you were searching for, let's say, school bags yeah. for your kids. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you are seeing an advert from a company That's that sells school That's the creepy
0: part bags.
3: of it. <laughs> that is the creepy part of it. Hold on. So indirectly, I'm serving your need. Right. But you, hold on hold, on, hold on. You were searching for it on Google. Right. You went to a map location where they sell school bags. So we are helping you solve a need. What if you Which is you need a school bag.
0: I, I came Good. to you specifically so, for one thing. I didn't <laughs> okay. say that no. you should share it with everybody else. Okay.
3: It's not, it's not really about everybody else. We are trying to make it better for you. Would right. you prefer that or prefer ads that don't relate to you? Mm. You know nothing about um, music. And somebody showing you music ads mm. mm-hmm. are you going to like that better than um you need a school bag for your 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 your, your search history shows that you're looking for a school bag your map <laughs> history shows that you're looking for a, oh, sc- wow. a school bag. even your social media post shows that you love school bags mm-hmm. and i'm showing you a school bag ad and you're angry <laughs> really i'm serving you a need and once i'm serving you a need what happens is that the advertiser is happy because His ads goes to relevant people, not just random people. And Google or Facebook is also happy because he's serving both the advertiser and the user. And so you come back to him for more ads. So all three parties are happy. Other than that, that, Facebook will forever show ads because that is how they also make their money. You don't expect to use Facebook for free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the ads is what runs the business. If not, then don't use it because ads, dear. <laughs> so rather I'm the ads woman. <laughs> rather, rather, make it relevant for yourself. Right. Allow us to use you your location. just draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you know allow us to use, like your, us anyway, to use so your location. <laughs> so to my second... Mm-hmm, to my second <laughs> um, topic is about Spotify. So the music lovers. Mm-hmm. So this time around, Spotify wants people's location.
6: Oh. And so
3: the same location issue we're is talking about. <laughs> so... Um, there is this plan called Spotify Premium Family Plan. Okay. So um, if you pay $15 a month, six people from your family can mm. access um, this, this plan. Right. So instead of you doing individual plans and for everybody in your yes, family, which would be very expensive, let's okay. do one plan, $15, and we all, six people in the family, can actually enjoy Spotify. But the catch is this that is Spotify Premium? Yes, Premium. Right. Okay. The catch is that people started abusing it. So I have friends in Northern Region, Charlie. They say, I, have BO, plan, BO. I need six people. Bring your name. Let's put it there. But
0: yeah, but they're my family. No, they're not a family. <laughs> I determine okay. what my family is.
3: Okay, so now they want to determine what your family is. By what? saying that, we need your location. Where do you stay? If all six of you don't stay in the same house, then they are not a family.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? So what? now. If you <laughs> subscribe to that plan, you'll be there and then they'll just tell you, where's the location? They pop up. You have to... You have to pick your location. What if
0: a member of the family has travelled? Okay. like, You know? <laughs> I that, know. Like that, that, that is, is so I think, cool. I think they should
1: define which family you're talking about because if everyone is grown up and they're family, of course, you will move out. Exactly. He's living and then we just want yeah. everybody
0: to be on the same, like, it's like we share music taste in my family. Unfortunately, <laughs> my brother has gone to school, I don't know, in Avrongo. Another sister has gone to school somewhere. Exactly. Like, it's not my fault that people okay. are migrating. Like, that is so not cool.
3: So, actually, that is one of the buts that people actually complain about that. Thank it's, you. This is so not cool because Thank I can have you. a child who is in a boarding school. Are you saying... She can't I mean, be part of have, my family plan. She shouldn't have
2: cell
0: phone, but still, we'll, <laughs> forget we'll forgive that. But, but yeah, like, <clears throat> who who determines what the family is and where the family is located? In this case, you know, like,
3: Spotify is defining who your family is. But that's not They should be it. in the same house. <laughs> that, is
0: not, that is so not right. There's, there's <laughs> everything wrong with it. I mean, wow. I can understand, you know, like how um, Apple has all these family bundles, for example, um, mm-hmm. for TV and for everything else. So it's like you actually can state how this person is like connected with you i can understand something like that where you know it's either the name of the person or something how you mm-hmm. how you're connected with person a or person b but if it's just about the location
1: yeah.
0: then like i mean that's like absurd mm-hmm. like okay. i can understand <laughs> if for example if i work in a place and we typically spend most of our time together even then Someone goes on leave. So what? That person doesn't mm-hmm. have access to Spotify anymore.
3: So actually they thought this is something they are going to use to detect fraud. Because people were abusing that plan. Fraud. fraud? So <laughs> if somebody is not your family, and I claim he's your family, this is going to stop I you. determine who is family. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I, I, I find this thing so offensive. Yes. I don't know why. Yes. But I just, I mean, I love Spotify to death. But... This is the most offensive thing I think they've ever come up with.
3: But actually, that is not the main reason why people are bored. Okay. People are bored because of the privacy issue. Mm. In these recent times where Facebook and Google are all, are, are all battling with privacy issues, yes. you now Spotify wants to join he the family mm. where he also wants a location. And having my location even is, sounds more personal than... Um, Maybe my name or maybe my interest. Mm. And so people are really talking about the privacy issue of having my location. Mm. And they are also saying that, well, it's just for Spotify. They promise they're not going to share your, your, your location <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> Neither are they going to use it for anything. And mm. so after they know your location, just to make sure that you are really a family, it is encrypted. Hmm. And so, they don't really use it for any other thing. So, if it's about privacy, you should be safe. But we all know we can
0: trust these people. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> definitely trust is one of those things we can't be giving out for free. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, final topic um, to you. Do you have a final topic?
1: Yeah. Yes,
0: let's dive straight into it.
1: Wow, okay. I think my topic is going to be a little controversial. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I like because controversy. <laughs> I'm going to talk about... Geospatial Business Intelligence, okay. so basically taking all that you guys have said uh-huh. <laughs> and then making money out of it. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so as um, Alice was talking about how the social media platforms and the various apps are making money out of our location data, giving people target a precise kind of advertisement, mm. that's basically how your location can be used to make businesses. Mm. So taking, for instance, a bank, using location, there have been scenarios where I've heard that some banks actually um, use the location of their customers. So they have a database. You know, when you go to the bank, they actually ask you to draw a map to where you live. Right. Yeah. So in a way, they can use that data to kind of get information as to where their customers are more concentrated. Right. So this is kind of like a heat map analysis. Mm. That's a term in GIS. Mm. So they can see the clustering of their customers in specific areas. Mm. And that can give them information as to where they can go and set up their ATMs. Mm. So in this kind of scenario, I've realized that most businesses don't like to take it up. And one business um, industry that I think should be using this um, approach is the fast-moving goods customers Mm. uh, businesses Mm. so something like the water companies the food and beverage companies Yeah, so it's important for them to actually know where their customers are located Mm. and give them their products Mm. so I don't want to go into details but there is (sighs) I'm really trying to be very confidential touch on it briefly (laughs) but okay so basically, creating distribution routes. Okay. So in the States, the delivery companies, for instance, they actually know where their customers are, how to deliver to them. Mm. The fastest route, the most efficient route and all that, that's mm. all GIS mm. and software development, of course. Mm. So I'm trying to encourage the businesses in Ghana that, yeah, we have the data privacy issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you should also consider the fact that if you want things to be efficient for you, you'd have to give your consent. Mm. So I would also advise that the businesses that take up the location data, they should make their customers aware. At least put in a comment that if you are giving us this information, these are the things that you should expect. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So you should be transparent because everybody would like to sit in their home Mm. and then get their things delivered to them. If you have a company, I mean uh, a store, and you want, let's say, heaven, mosquito call to come and do a delivery to you so
5: specific
1: (laughs) i don't know i I saw the billboard today so i think that's that's why (laughs) i saw the billboard today i'm sorry it was really big and it was in front of my face i couldn't look elsewhere that's fine fine. (laughs) so let's say i have a shop Mm. and those are some of the products i want to sell Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to come to you Mm. i would like you to bring it to me right everybody wants to be comfortable. Yeah. So this kind of location data of your customers is very important. And also in terms of uh, real estate agents. Mm. I know they use GIS a lot. Mm. So you have to kind of consider the locations of the people, where people are now moving on to. So we call something like the urban sprawl. Mm. That's uh, something about how people are moving from the centers of the city to the outskirts. Mm. So places like Oyibi, Pokwase, Amasaman you realize that those, those areas are growing. Mm-hmm. So those are residential areas. So if you are someone who wants to set up an estate or something, those are the areas you can target. And also areas that have road networks being um, created around. So you realize that Achimata, a while back the road was terrible mm. and traffic was terrible. Mm. But if you had the mindset to look ahead, you realize that um, they were actually constructing the road. So, if you could invest a little money to buy a land there, and at that time it was cheap, mm-hmm. you would know that right now, if you have be property there, it's really expensive. Yeah. yeah. Super expensive. So, I would just like to encourage businesses that they should take location data seriously. Mm. Not only customer data, which really needs privacy, but also basic location data. Like you should open your mind to how things are progressing how areas are growing pay attention to the factors that's when you integrate it it actually gives you some insights as to how you can improve your businesses
0: brilliant so four ladies eight solid or seven very very solid topics this has been incredible ladies thank you so much um in the studio with me patience Teco tete we had Sienna williams we had tracy obing and of course we had alice Mensa. ladies thank you once again so much for making time to join us on the show um we will be finding out more about them um remember that the month of november is um techpreneurs month and most of them will be returning on the show so we get to know a little more about what they have been up to So, before they go, um, everybody gets a few seconds for shout-outs. So, um, let's start off the round <laughs> yeah, of yeah, shout yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, this is Sihanna Williams to my family, Williams Jr. Williams Sr. And my team, my RTM team. <laughs> and, of course, developers in Vogue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Let's okay. go, Alice.
1: So, this is
5: Alice.
1: Um.
3: I want to give shout-outs to my husband, Yee-hee. Ofer Dennis, <laughs> <laughs> I know you are listening. <laughs> and to my Apollonia City team, Matthew, Dansoa, Jospeyn, you. you, make <laughs> I come to the studio.
7: you they all listen. <laughs> nice one. Okay,
5: shout-outs to my family, shout-outs to Nitinia Tipo, mm. developers in Vogue, yeah. and the entire Zipline team.
0: Big up yourself, Ivy, wherever you are. <laughs> uh-huh. Patience.
4: Um, okay, so um, shout-out to my family, my mom especially i just want to say thanks 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 for the support you so know far. you <laughs> know then, <laughs> then um my also goodness. to my friends um kwame vaida everyone and um, my team i consult with us aquacy bands pkk most
0: yeah. yeah a big shout out to lady omega hammond as well thank you so much for putting yeah. the team together yeah. holding us down every single quarter um we love you basically thank you so much for everything that you do for the industry as
1: well
0: (laughs) coming up next coming up next is our conversation with the folks over from social media week So Social Media Week is the world's premier conference and industry news platform um, for professionals in media marketing and technology. Now Ghana is set to host this year's Social Media Week in Accra from the 25th to the 27th of September. And that's um tomorrow. We there's some events happening tonight, but in the proper one, the fresh, fresh one starts off tomorrow. It's going to be incredible. Um, Two days of engagement, two days of interactions, two days of conversations that actually lead somewhere. You're just not going to talk. It's actually leading somewhere, creating a better space for us, master classes, training sessions, and a whole lot more. We're launching it tomorrow, but before we do that, many of you really don't know why we are doing it. So I've brought the team in the studio. I have four. Gentlemen in the studio. So I told you it's half night for the ladies, half night for the gentlemen. More like more like three quarters for the ladies and just one quarter for the gentlemen. <laughs> Kofi Asante um is here in the studio. I have um some other guests in the studio. I'll be introducing them in a bit, but Kofi, um, just give us a brief background and an idea of what twenty nineteen Social Media Week Accra is going to be about.
2: Well, um, this year's social media week Accra um is running on the theme of stories. Mm. With great influence comes great responsibility. Absolutely. Okay, so we all know what social media um, has done for our socioeconomic um, development. How um, social media has been a platform where people have come to share stories. And we know how stories also have the um, potential to build up, to to open up opportunities, to um, to inspire people. But we also know that this same... Um, opportunities um, have the potential to to break um, people and to and to create confusion and to and to and to and to bring about negativity. Mm. So, the reason why we chose this theme is that we've recognized the power of stories mm. and how those stories could adversely affect our society mm. if we're not controlled about the content that we share. Mm. Um, what we want to emphasize. However, is those positive stories that people are telling Mm. in all spheres of life. Okay. From brand executives, to technology people, to PR people, Mm. people in media, sports, academia, all spheres of life. We want to emphasize those stories and to discuss the issues um, that come out of those stories Mm. and to learn and to be able to forge the way forward in terms of responsible use of content um in, in on but the across, way, the way you say that media two, two days
0: will not be enough you have to do like it's actually, a three, days. It's actually <laughs> three, 3 days it's actually 3 days like it so will not
2: be enough actually actually we have we have a lot of activities in those in those 3 days mm. and so we are talking about keynote addresses we're talking about fireside conversations we're talking about master classes mm. we're talking about interviews we're talking about open mic sessions mm. There's a whole plethora of activities that um you can come to social media week and take um part in Mm. we even have um uh uh, my ghanian story Mm. which is actually um a a fireside conversations where they it's open to to the public so anyone can actually walk in okay tell their story yeah and 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 stand on the soapbox and tell their story Mm. you know so so three days seem to be a short time but you know how they say time flies when you're having fun. That's, That's true. how we want it to be. That's we're true. going to have fun over these three days. It's going to be intensive. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be educative. Mm. It's going to be intriguing, and it's going to be inspirational.
0: Where, where is there one particular location where all of this is going to happen? Or
2: we are actually having this across four locations. Okay. So um, Accra Mall, the Silverbed Cinemas, then we're having. Um, the food court at the Mall okay. We are having the DSTV office at the We are having the Meltwater Entrepreneur School of um, Software Development at East Legon, mm. and we are having a masterclass at Webster University East Legon. Wow. So across all these four locations, you're having all of these activities. You're meeting interesting people. Um, not all of them. Some of them, especially the masterclasses, we're running okay. some of them simultaneously. Mm. Mm. But we've arranged activities such that you can actually jump from locations to location so you can enjoy as many activities as possible now
0: for those who are interested in actually being a part of as much of these activities as possible is there a place where they can get like a shadow of, of sorts you know yeah, where
2: across can- all our digital channels so if you go to smwacra on all our social media platforms facebook twitter instagram if you go to our website socialmediaweekacra.com you can register for any of the activities you choose and pick which activities you want you fill your name your email address your phone number and you submit and we'll be waiting for you when you come
0: that's that sounds incredible now one of the topics that will be discussed um over at social media week is one that's themed on AI that's artificial intelligence versus humanity harnessing artificial intelligence to weave the brand narrative now one of my favorite persons in this world is actually on that panel Stephen Nasebwedi is on that panel and Bright Lajeppo and Darlington are also on our panel, and they are here in the studio, um, gentlemen. Yay. Thank you so much for making time Thanks to join for us. us. Well, for, for me, one of, one of my biggest questions is like, how can companies and brands and institutions still keep that human side of it of, of themselves when everything is being digitized now? Like, how 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 do you maintain that human balance regardless of every digital whatever that's happening around us?
7: There's always a place for human beings. Uh, That place is a place where computers cannot do. Mm. And I say computers, I mean AI Mm. is computers Mm. or technology cannot replace human beings Mm. in contextual understanding of what is locally relevant, for example, or what is decent in a place which is different from what is different in another place, for mm. example. So when it when it comes to brand safety, for example, online brand safety for most brands that are very cautious about how their ads are placed, where the, you can watch their ads or where their banners can be placed um, adjacent to what kind of content when it mm. comes to that level. There's a first level where AI does the verifications. Then there's another level where a human being does the verification, so mm. Facebook, WhatsApp, TikTok, and all the rest of them are are being pushed by either regulators or brands that are big that spend a lot of money on social media and on digital platforms Mm -hmm. to make sure there is double-stage verification. So that first stage may be AI, but the second stage has to be local human human being. Yeah. That's interesting. It's almost yeah, Stephen.
6: I think I think one other way that I mean that is done is by first I mean understanding what the human need really is, mm. and it's on the consumer journey. So whatever
7: application you have,
6: however you're integrating AI, let it mirror what the consumer journey is. Mm. What does the customer want? Mm. If it's a nice phone that he wants, he wants to buy it, convenient, where does he want to buy it from? Mm. And let the AI follow. So even the ads, mm. like Brett was saying, the ads will be placed, they will look more native, where he wants to see them. The experience will be something that, I mean, uh, is native to him. So the human element is still there
0: do so. like for me before you come <laughs> in. I'm just I just wonder, is is there any justification whatsoever to be afraid of artificial intelligence and its potential almost? Because I, I mean, I, uh, for me, I think we haven't even scratched like ten percent of it. Yeah, and I'm just wondering what thirty percent right. looks like.
6: So I would say, you know, I always have this issue. So if you want to convince a sector, it's easy to tell them that don't be afraid of AI. Mm. So I'm going to say don't be afraid (laughs) of AI because I'm working (laughs) with marketers. But (laughs) the reality is that it's a mixture of be afraid and don't be afraid. Mm. So currently, AI should be seen as a tool Mm. that will make marketing easier, efficient, more productive, make you save a lot of money, and then maximize the potential of your results and outcomes. That's how it should be seen now. Mm. Now, 10 years, 20 years from now, what would it look like we arguably we don't really know yet it could it could consume most of what marketing looks like today but then as far as we are talking about create uh where there's a human play and angle at even though ai is already being used in the creative side of uh production the creative side of marketing or content creation i'll still argue that content is always keen so how good is your product how good is your campaigns if you are designing, if you're using the human beings to design creative uh, campaigns, the AI can then come in and tell you which of those campaigns are most uh, successful. Mm. Which of them will be best for this particular client over this particular client? Mm. Which which of your many clients should be targeting with this specific ads and all that? But mm. you still need a human being to decide that I have this product and I believe this product solves this problem for this set of customers. So create content around that rather than looking at it from the perspective that I just created some product and I'm trying to make money.
0: If this is a sort of conversation that you know you have to be a part of, make sure you don't miss any of the master classes, any of the sessions happening at Social Media Week. It starts tomorrow, runs all the way to what well, Friday or the end yes, of the Friday, week. Friday, yes. Where there was hopefully going to be a party.
2: Oh absolutely absolutely I <laughs> like I like that.
0: I like that vibe. It's going to be great. It's going to be great interactions as well uh my my my, master class is actually tomorrow and so um yeah do pass through um like you said so many different locations everything is happening we are just vibing we're just learning we're just growing together that's what this whole space is about and that is why this show exists and that is why unfortunately we don't have enough time on the show but a big thank you to all my guests in the show today it's been fantastic a big thank you to jeffrey as well and theo uh, my studio producer Thank you so much for doing the listening. The show is available as a podcast first thing tomorrow morning. But then till next week, stay taggy. City
6: ninety-seven point
1: three, Accra.